Happy Monday, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Justin and the Food Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm Justin Bizarro. I'm your host, and today I have with me again our guest host, Mark Short of the Mark Explains Podcast. How are you doing today, Mark? I'm doing great, man, and it's been such such a fun time being on here with you because I feel like we both have completely different angles in what we're doing with the podcast, yet so similar in our approach. And so I'm really thankful for being on here with you today. I know I appreciate you taking so much time and being on here, and and I love co-hosts because I don't have to talk the whole time, <laughs> and it keeps me from saying um a lot. So, although it probably comes up quite a bit, but today I want to talk about we had discussed a little bit about loving oneself through food last week. Mm. So I think that this week we'll concentrate on loving oneself through food and health and and what that means, and loving the people around us through food. Now that is a massive topic. And probably we could talk for two hours and do a full podcast on this, even though this is just a motivational Monday. So maybe this will just be a teaser for a show that is to come in the future. But uh, just to hit on real quick, I think, Justin, you love quotes. Yeah. What's the quote of the day? I asked Mark to do the quote today. (laughs) The quote of the day today comes from uh, a man named Alon D. Wolfelt. And he says that food is symbolic of love when words are inadequate. I think I can't, I agree with that 100% because, uh, feeding people and feeding those who need food, um, it's a way of showing love to people. I think families come around food at a table during the holidays in a sign of love. That's what we bring our loved ones around during the holidays and we eat Thanksgiving, Christmas in particular, Easter, uh, for us or those of us who are Christian and, you know, other than Thanksgiving, I guess anyone can celebrate that in the countries that celebrate Thanksgiving. But for me, you know, loving oneself through food is and loving other people through food. Like I love showing people I love them by bringing together and, and having parties and feeding them, uh, having family dinner night and, and surrounding around food and what that means to people. And food entrepreneurs, we get to bring people together in loving situations all the time. If you're a restaurant owner or you you produce a food product or a beverage, people come around that product often and drink or eat or give it as gifts to people they love. And so what, you know, what we do with food can be a, a showing of love to people. And then also for me, loving myself means eating better because taking care of myself I think it's kind of a, you know, a duty. I don't always eat well. I love food of any sort. And, and I go to any restaurant for anyone who wanted to go there. If it was celebrating them for sure, because that's the way I love them. But loving myself and taking care of myself because I want to be around for a long time and I don't want to rob people and cause people hurt and harm that I'm not around for a long time. Mm. And so, I mean, what do you think? Well, I think we have a two-sided conversation here, um, or a two-faceted conversation, I should, I should say. Um, and half of that being is how we can incorporate food into love, into our everyday life. Because I actually, I, lo- I love sitting down. I, and, and Janae, my, uh, my girlfriend, she actually knows this about me and is the same way. I, like, if I am coming over and we are both planning on eating, she'll wait for me. And then we sit and we eat together and that the food becomes a conduit of 
our connection. And so it's not actually about the food, it's about the connection. You know, it's, it's, this, uh, it's this construct that we create that allows us to connect. And so I think that definitely should be the first part of what we talk about is how food can connect us because it does and it can. And it's, it's this really beautiful thing where people come together in order to eat because the human species only needs four things to survive. It needs food, water, shelter, and sex. That's it. Those four things. So we don't need food to bring us together uh, to create this love environment, but food it, cre- it it does in ways because like you don't we don't need love like we can survive without it. But when we use food as this conduit, when when we when it pulls when it pulls in this when the meal becomes more than the meal, yep. that's when we create this connection between humans that becomes it's more than what we're doing. There's something else there. There's another factor there, and that's really what is so beautiful about having a meal with someone. Yeah, and I think when we cook for people or we bring people together in in our own households and we cook food, it is a way of loving them. We're taking care of their most basic needs. Mm -hmm. And and appreciation and stuff like that for the things that people do around us and, and take care of us. I mean, we don't understand it. It becomes such a habit to eat three times a day or four times a day, or in my case, seven times a day. Or eight times a day. <laughs> yeah. That you don't appreciate how much love people are giving you when they cook for you or provide for you or, mm. you know, your significant other provides you with dinner or your parents provide you with dinner growing up. There's a lot there. And in the food entrepreneur world, I mean, if we really look at it as we are not only serving people food, but we're bringing people together and we bring people together to eat, we bring people together to enjoy our food or, or whatever, we're creating an opportunity for people to love one another and, Mm. and be at a place where they can love each other. Mm. You know, I actually want to touch on that actually. And we do this too often. I see this at restaurants too much, and I'm going to go off on a tangent, but the, damn cell phones people are out eating with each other and they're all they're everyone's on their cell phone there should be a no cell phone policy when you're with people in a restaurant i know people are busy and stuff but you're not really loving someone when you're not giving them your attention in a restaurant like you're there to be together and enjoy each other's company you should be there and present that's a total side note of one of my pet peeves and everyone's going to be like uh whatever and keep the kids busy but I really think that it's really an opportunity to be together as a family, be together with people you care about, our friends, or even if it's work. I mean, it's an opportunity to connect with someone. Yeah. Well, I mean, everyone has the same amount of time. You know, like you, like, uh, you might have more money than me, or you might have more things than me, or you might have, uh, you know, like more friends than me. But the, the, I mean, time is the great equalizer. And when we're sitting down, the greatest form of payment, the greatest kind of love I can show you is by giving you my time through my attention. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that 100%. Mm -hmm. And uh, time is something we can give. It's our most limited resource probably as a human being uh, because we never know when it's going to end. No, and (laughs) Beyonce has the same amount of hours in a day that I do. Yeah, exactly. It's the most humbling thought in the world. There, Beyonce. We brought Beyonce into the podcast. And, um, but I think seriously, like loving each other, I mean, it's, 
you know, we're breaking bread. If we go back to Christianity and, and giving bread and, and, and all of that in the body of Christ, there's a lot of that in there and nourishment and giving to people. You know, I talked a little bit last week about giving money to, to people on the street, but we can also give our leftovers instead of throwing it away. I mean, people that live in metropolitan areas, why let the waiter take away the food? You can show love towards people by boxing it up and finding someone on your way home and giving it to them. Like, I really think more people should do that. We should start a whole movement on that is no more leftovers at a restaurant. No more leftovers. Give it away. Like, find someone in, in your urban areas that have people that are homeless. Give away your food. Hmm. Let them decide whether they want to eat it. But give them an opportunity to be fed, you know. So, I think lots of companies give away their old food. I am in the food business and, and donate and donate their time. But there's a whole thing we can do as restaurants and restaurateurs and food people is encourage our patrons to, to go box and donate it. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, so I just looked up real quick how much food uh, the U.S. throws away annually, and it's right around 60 million tons of food worth about $160 billion. Every year, we throw that away, and that can be donated. It can be boxed up. It can be leftovers. Like, we are wasteful people. Yeah, and I think we... We want to take care of people for sure. And we, you know, a lot of our tax dollars go into it if I were to take it full circle. But think about how much tax dollars we could save about feeding and helping the homeless or people that are less fortunate than us if we just took our leftovers and gave it to someone. Hmm. You know, and it's a little bit weird, but it's still food. It's it only still weird. Be weird. It's only weird because culturally that's what we believe. It's a construct that our culture has created. Like in this in the same in the same sense that a large age gap between uh, um a guy and a girl dating or a male and a male and a female and a female like two individuals dating, a large gap is culturally weird. That's it. It's just weird because somebody said Hey, that's weird. Yep. You know, if we can get over that gap, if we can get over the taboo that is created created in our culture, then we can begin to minimize the waste and the resources that we're just throwing down the drain. Well, and it is a way we can show love very easily. Mm-hmm. And again, we go back to food. It's why waste it? You know, why not show our love for other human beings through food and create environments for food to, to be that I, there's gotta be something. I mean, someone's gotta have a business plan out there or something that where we can, you can go around to places and pick over up, up leftover food, but you know, it's a little bit weird that it's half eaten. So we're going to have to get over that stigma. I agree with you. It's just something that's not done now, but if we do it, it doesn't have to be that way. You no, know but it's also inconvenient and we are a nation of convenience. Um, and so when we can get over ourselves and we can get over the idea that this might be a little tough, but there's people literally starving in your city right now where yep. you live. Yep. And, you know, I am a fan of, of giving people the means to take care of themselves. But if we're wasting things and people are hungry, there's no reason not to give it to them. And, you know, it's something we can show our children starting now. And if we show our children now, 20 years from now, it's not going to be something that's weird. Yeah. You know, it's all about what we start now and how we come together now. And anyone who's out there with a restaurant or a catering company, I'm like, this is a, it's something 
could be really great in helping people and how do we encourage people to take their leftovers and donate it to someone because it would make me feel really good like I spent all this money on food and I have waste and I can take it home and eat my leftovers but if I'm not going to do that I should be encouraged to grab my leftovers and give it to someone on my way home how can I help someone Mm, that's really good and, you know, maybe it's a food truck. You know, maybe hmm. there's food trucks in restaurant districts that just collect people's leftover takeout boxes, you know, the take takeout box. And they go around and they take the takeout boxes and they go give it to people on the street and food. I don't know. But maybe someone out there wants to explore that concept. I'm giving it away for free. <laughs> That's for free. You know, you know, I think the other side of this conversation is uh, goes back to what we were talking about last week is self-love. Um, and that's self-love through what we put into our bodies. And this is, this is really something that has been hard for me because I have a quote. And if you listened in last week, you know about my giant board on my wall. I have a quote on my wall that says, how you do anything is how you do everything. And if I, like, and that, that translates to every part of your life. Like how you do anything is how you do everything. You can't expect somebody who's terrible with finances to launch a successful business. That's everything plays into everything. And if I want to be successful in every part of my life, I need to start with the things that are important within my, within my own body. I need to feed and nourish myself, uh, like in a healthy platform. I need to start self love by feeding my body nutrients that it needs. And our, our world is littered with garbage. And so you need to start with yourself because if how you do anything is how you do everything and you are feeding yourself garbage and you don't treat your body right and you're sleeping five and a half, six hours a night and your stress level is through the roof, that will play and translate into every other part of your life. Yeah, and I think there's it's a balance thing, really. If we are really to talk about it, people think, oh, I got to get rid of carbs or I got to get rid of this or get rid of that or I can't eat this food or at this restaurant. It's not really about that. It's about balance. And we've talked a lot on this, on this show with other entrepreneurs and they have restaurants and they're going to their local farmers. They're getting their local products. They're getting more nutritionally dense products because it is locally sourced and it hasn't been off the vine or off the tree or butchered that long. And doing that, you know, it doesn't matter what it is or if you slap cheese on it or mayonnaise or whatever, if you're getting healthier meat, if you're getting healthier food, if you're buying locally and supporting that with the people around you, then that's a much better product, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're taking, starting to take care of yourself. You know, it's, we do it with everything else. We won't, you know, people put premium gasoline in their car. We should put premium food in our body. We should actually, that's a great point because I heard, I heard somebody say a long time ago, you put rocket fuel in a rocket and you put ethanol, like the, the alcohol race car and the race car fuel in a race car. Like, don't piss in your gas tank. Yeah. Like, put good fuel in your body. Yeah. Like, because that's what it was designed for, you know. And if you want to make large changes, if if you hear this and also be like, I need to go keto or I need to go paleo. Okay, well, 
let's first have a conversation and talk because like my girlfriend actually runs her own nutritional food company, shameless plug, Fractal Performance Nutrition. You can find her on Facebook, Instagram, but regardless, we, we can have those conversations, but a more long, if you want to create longevity with health, you need to create small steps, like one small thing. I'm going to change one small thing in my life. And when that begins to become a habit, I'm going to change one more thing because that's how you create balance as you move forward. Yeah. And I think that's exactly it is how do you create the habits on a small scale and loving yourself so you can love other people and being healthy is part of it. And that's not saying, you know, I need to eat health food. That's just saying I need to make wiser choices. That's it. I can still have peppers. Maybe I just don't buy frozen peppers. Maybe I make fresh peppers every once in a while. There's a small start. And there's really no significance in the difference other than I argue there may be more nutritional value in a fresh pepper. It's possible. And, um, you know, we'll have to have someone on the episode that can talk more about that. But I think the small things like that, maybe it's pasture-raised pork versus regular pork because pork's a relatively cheap item in the United States or around the world. Um, You know, maybe it's you just pick a healthier pork. And we talked about this on the first Motivational Monday is how do we speak with our wallets? And we talked a little bit about on your show again Mm -hmm. on episode 11 of the Mark Explains podcast is we speak through our money. Yeah, every dollar spent. And so if we want more of those healthier options and we want more of those things on the shelves, we just have to do it. It's out there. And in the restaurants that are doing it, we need to support them. I think sustainability and locally sourced is a big deal. The restaurants that are doing it, and we've had quite a few of them, and the people that are making their own food products that are sourcing those products locally, that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not, you know, and there are sodas that can be healthy that are locally sourced or made from hibiscus, and I can never say it, hibiscus, and (laughs) things like that that are, hugely valuable teas that are coming about and and things that show huge health benefits that, you know, we can do it. And that's not saying you shouldn't have, you know, uh, a fried chicken sandwich here and there. Like that's okay. Like we should enjoy our food and it should bring us happiness and, and love. I definitely eat fried chicken all the time. I just (laughs) ate, ate some wings. Well, I I think it's, I think it's important to remember that you are who you are consistently, not who you are periodically. So if you eat like garbage all the time and then have a salad, you're not healthy. And then also if you eat really, really well all the time, and then you go out on a Friday night and have pizza and three beers, you're not unhealthy. Like you are who you are consistently. Yep. And it's, it's progress, not perfection. Yeah. I mean, making progress in any direction and not having to be perfect. I think that's, we can't expect to have a perfect diet seven days a week. We can't expect to be perfect in loving someone or loving ourselves 24 seven. But the smallest thing we do all the time where we can create habits is that food. Mm -hmm. So, you know, maybe it's not going to the grocery store once a week and buying the whole grocery store. Maybe it's you know, I go twice, you know, twice to three times to every day, depending on my schedule. And I pick up something I can do fresh every day. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be complicated. There's plenty of things that people do that make things easier. And I think your sister actually has a, a blog that does that. She does. It's called Real Food with Jessica. Uh, <clears throat> you can find her on uh, just Google. It. Uh, she runs a paleo whole 30 low FODMAP website that has 
ridiculously good recipes, but they're easy and they're fast. Yep. And that, oh man, I, that, I, that's what gets me is because a lot of times you come across those and you're like, they're so complex, but this, like these are easy and fast and that's what gets me. Yeah. And uh, I think that's hugely important. We're going to have to have her on the show at some point. Absolutely. She is so awesome. And, uh, and, and her little, her little girl, Jojo too. So <laughs> cute. And so I think it is something to be, I think there's something to be said in food and health and eating well. And I think the restaurants that we go to that are cooking fresh food, it doesn't, it, we may perceive mashed potatoes or we may perceive things as not healthy, but if it's freshly prepared, there is a benefit to that. And asking those questions and a lot of the restaurant tours, uh, food trucks and the people that are on this show are making their stuff from scratch, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a huge thing. We're not putting, uh, artificial ingredients in those foods. And a lot of people that are doing food products that are on this show are trying not to use artificial preservatives. And so what does that mean? And what does it mean for me? What does it mean for you? You know, the more natural food can get, the better our body processes them. And, you know, for me, a clean label means a lot. Yeah. And unfortunately or fortunately, we've, got to a point where we put a lot of artificial things into our body when we eat. Well, because it's cheap and easy. Yeah. And, you know, it, t- it takes time, uh, you know, it, and it's inconvenient to be healthy in our modern society. Um, and I think, you know, if, if this podcast has struck you, if this Motivational Monday has hit you and you're like, man, I need to make some big changes, take this one thing away and that's don't swing the pendulum. Because the idea, like if you're an extremist, uh, like I think Justin might be at times, is uh, you, you want to you dive in, oh, I need to make all these changes, and you dive into the world of keto, and, and then your entire life, well, guess what? You just swung the pendulum, and guess where it's going to come back? You're going you're gonna to be great for two weeks, and then one day you're going you're gonna to eat a, a pound of cake. And then you're going to feel so bad that you'll just let it all go down the drain. And all of a sudden, you're back to where you were. Don't swing the pendulum. As Justin said earlier, find the balance. Small changes. That's what gets you momentum. That's what gets you progress is small changes. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I don't want to discourage anyone, but it it just takes a little bit at a time. You know, and you're not going to see results or changes immediately. It takes time. I think we talked about it last week's episode also about, you know, making sure you set timers on your calendar to go back and look at the things you've accomplished on the way there. Sometimes we look back and we forget and food does create habits. I, you know, you will be amazed at when you change little things in your life, um, such as the way you eat or eating a little bit different or making food from scratch and making it simple that there is benefits. You feel better about yourself and you're putting more love into it. And then you're sharing that love with people. And a lot of people that are coming into the world, whether they're restaurants or entrepreneurs, we've talked on an episode with a girl, Melanie Wade, that does kombucha and she has a kombucha tap room. (laughs) So you go there and it's like a bar, but it's only kombucha. Yeah. So, and so, you know, there's healthier ways and there's ways we can make it social and healthy living and eating that can be fun and social and, and amazing. Mm-hmm. 
And it's not always going to be that way. I mean, you're still going to have things in life. We're still going to have the things that we love, like fried chicken. I will never give up fried chicken, just so everyone knows. But it's what can I do, you know, if I eat healthy most of the time or I watch what I eat most of the time, then maybe I I reward myself with some fried chicken. Hmm. Yeah, so I I would say like if you at at this point have some questions, like if you know you need motivation, you know you need change, but you don't know what to do, you can always reach out to us. Uh, you can reach out to Justin or myself. Uh, just, just I mean, it's not like we're experts, but we we know a lot of people. Yeah. And um, you know, I, I would say um, asking questions is the first step in creating change. Especially yeah. if you don't know what to do, like you know something has to change, but you don't know what or where or how. Begin to ask questions because those questions can lead to conversations, and those conversations can lead to change. Yeah, and. Uh... I agree with that 100%. We can help anyone, and that's why we do this podcast. That's why I don't advertise. I don't charge any fees. I don't I don't take anything. I don't want anything. I want to give this all away to help people and help people learn from one another. But I also think there's plenty of people out there that are, are in the restaurant world or in the food entrepreneur world or beverage entrepreneurs that have stuff they can share to help people. Yeah, And we hear about it on this show, and I really want people to tune tune in. We've heard about teas and we've heard about kombucha and we've heard about the market that, that while they're making burgers, they're locally sourcing that beef. Mm. Or if they're doing, you know, beef brisket, that's locally sourced grass fed beef, Mm. you know, and there is a difference. It doesn't matter what people say. Having corn finished beef is, it is different. And you're adding a lot of sugar to beef up the cows. Yeah. And we are taking that into ourselves and it's the cycle of life and we just need to be aware of it and and we need to be aware of what we're doing to ourselves. That's mm-hmm. not, and I'm not saying don't eat things or don't eat beef jerky that's been on the show or don't eat any of those things. I think those things are great and everyone should experience the food they for love sure, absolutely. and enjoy it and be happy and love themselves for the food they eat, but loving themselves also in, in doing what they love means also taking care of themselves. Mm-hmm. So I think there's plenty of food. I love cookies. Like cookies are like one of my things and I love chocolate, but I know that I, in order to enjoy it and really enjoy it, I have to also take care of the other part because yeah. if I just eat chocolate all the time, it becomes a habit and I don't get to enjoy it so much. We've sort of talked about it where if I'm doing it for the wrong reasons, it's not sustainable. The joy that, the dopamine we talked about in the last episode isn't there anymore with the chocolate because I do it all the time. It's not a reward anymore. Yeah. So, so where do we go from here? I, like, if, if this is Motivational Monday, how are people finding motivation through food? Let's wrap things up here. Well, I think one is is we need to ask someone out to lunch. Take someone out, open up, give them food, share the food that you like with someone else. Become vulnerable. Yeah, become vulnerable. Use share food something. as the safe place to become vulnerable. And share something. You never know when you're going to be helping someone. Yeah. So invite someone out to lunch. If you want to make that me or Justin, we will not refuse. <laughs> we will gladly eat all of the food that you buy for us. <laughs> yeah, Free of charge. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then share something vulnerable about yourself to, to kind of... Uh, touch on the last two um, that it's, it might be a little it might be a little uh, fear in there, uh, but you're creating a connection, a bond through food and spreading love, and that's what this is all about. Yeah, and uh, 
two weeks ago, we talked about Charlie Day's quote and fear. You know, ask someone out that you're afraid to ask out if you're single or, or you want someone to mentor you. Ask them out and, and tell them you'll buy them dinner or buy them lunch. I mean, no one, people don't refuse free food. And be loving in it and give hugs, man. Give those hugs. Do it when you meet someone. Every time you go out to eat or you meet someone for a meal or a coffee, give them a hug. I think that's hugely important. And come together with food. Use food as a way to bring people together. And use food as gifts. I think we often give material gifts and stuff, and they don't last very long anyway. They're short-term, so why not give people food Mm -hmm. and share it with them? You know, whether it's a gift for Christmas and stuff like that, support your local food purveyors and entrepreneurs and your local farmers and give food. Really, like, show your love to the people around you and your communities. And as we said also, give away your food that you're not going to eat. Find someone. We often throw food out. I do it in my own household. There's probably a better way and something I can do with that food I'm throwing away. You know, is there a local place I can donate it to? Maybe they already have too much. I don't know. But what can I do myself? There's probably another business idea out there of a company that just goes around to people's homes and collects Mm -hmm. their old food and then delivers cooks it on the food truck right for the <laughs> homeless. You know, there may be a grant in there somewhere for someone. Yep, we need royalties for that. Yeah. But, 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 but just in shout-outs, like all you have to do is just mention our podcast. That's all we do. Yeah, I know. Please share it. And again, we're doing this because of we want to and we want people to grow and we want people to learn and we want to give back to the food world. So love each other through food. Another hashtag. We've come up with another one this week. <laughs> hashtag love people through food. And love one another through food. We'll see which one sticks. People. People. One. Yep. Yeah. And um, so, Mark, thank you again for being on another yeah. episode. This has been great, man. And I really feel like the, the solidarity that we're creating and what we're doing is just so good. Like, there's the reason why we're doing this is just to connect people, just to show love, to bring people to bring people to a place where we can lift each other up. And that's it. That's what it's all about. And those of you who aren't food entrepreneurs, there's plenty of entrepreneurs that are on this show that have come on and try to help people. And obviously they're doing it to, to promote what they're doing, but they're also doing it to help those around me. I mean, they deserve a lot of love and, and respect and I appreciate them for sure. And I'm extremely grateful that they've been vulnerable and come on the show and been authentic. And You know, lastly, I just want to really repeat how important it is that food can be the vehicle with which we love one another. It brings us together. It is something that we can do to show people we love them. And it's something we can do to love ourselves, Mm. you know, by, by eating in ways that loves us, you know, and taking care of us and our body is a way that we love ourselves and we were given this life. We should try to live it as long as possible Mm. because that's what we should be doing because the longer we live it, the longer we have to give back to someone and love other people. And you never know what impact we're going to have on someone. Mm. So as we wrap up, I just want to finish up, hug someone, ask someone out to eat, pay for that, that meal and be vulnerable Tell them something you don't love about yourself. We've really connected the last three weeks with this podcast. Uh, Even though you're afraid, ask someone out to eat, hug them, be vulnerable with them, and connect with them. Thank you, everyone. And again, you can find Mark Short 
on his podcast, Mark Explains. And you can find me right here at Justin and the Food Entrepreneurs. I'm Justin Bizarro. Thank you, everyone, for listening and sticking by through another Motivational Monday. Get pumped up, people. It's another pumped fucking week. Up. You're alive. You've lived again another week to eat some food, damn it. And so eat up, drink up, have a good week, ask someone out to lunch, hug people, and enjoy your life. Seriously, you only get one chance at it. And uh, you can reach me at justin.bizarro at gmail.com. That's B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O at gmail.com. And what are you about to say, Mark? I see Mark, he's itching there to to say something on the mic. I'm just excited to eat some of this goat jerky. It's in front of me. (laughs) Thanks, man, for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. I can't wait to do another podcast with you. Do it. Thank you, everyone, and have an amazing week. Have an amazing Monday, and so long for now. 